Welcome to Global Outpouring, where we contend for the outpouring of the Holy Spirit promised in Joel 2.28, and we equip for the outpouring so that we may engage in the outpouring. I'm Philip Buss. And I'm Sharon Buss. Welcome to the podcast today. We're delighted to have as our guest today, Becca Greenwood. She is the author of 10 books, and she leads Christian Harvest International. And she's been ministering in the nations and has a tremendous prophetic and teaching ministry. And we're delighted to have her with us as one of our speakers at our convention 2021 coming up June 29th through July 2nd. So we're welcoming her to give us a sneak preview into what she's going to bring when she brings her message at this convention. It's going to be all about being anointed in His glory to see the transformation. Amen. Sharon, thank you so much for having me. I'm so thrilled to be with you and and to be able to share what's on what the Lord's been speaking that's on my heart. You know how it's going to empower all of those that are going to be there in attendance at the gathering and all who are listening. Uh, to this podcast, that they will all be empowered to be everything Holy Spirit has called them to be in this new era that we find ourselves in. Exactly. And that's why we're doing what we're doing at Global Outpouring, trying to contend your your way into intercession. And so uh, you've got a good piece for us on that and contending for the outpouring, equipping for the outpouring. That's what you do. And you're seeing outpouring everywhere you go. The Holy Spirit's being poured out. Tell us about that. Oh, it's been so amazing, Sharon, to be honest. Everywhere we're going, there's a hunger. There is a tangible hunger that is awakened now in people. It has been there, but it's intensified. It's grown and it's it's accelerated. Maybe that's not even the right word. It's expanded. That hunger is expanding uh, within the church and just seeing Holy Spirit move and watching his presence, the glory, the Shekinah glory come into meetings, watching people rush the altar to say, I want to burn on fire with you, Holy Spirit. I want to burn, you know, and I always tell people, you know, the beauty of it is when we're filled with Holy Spirit and when he came at Pentecost and we are filled, not only did he have pillars of fire of tongues that they spoke in other languages, but they were engulfed in that fire. And what I love about this is instead of looking at the burning bush, we are the burning bush. Yes. Each of us filled with Holy Spirit are the burning bush. Mm -hmm. And so we're seeing such a hunger, healings, deliverances, salvations, people going into deep encounters with the Lord that are life changing and life altering. And, you know, I've been prophesying it like many others have. I don't believe that we're prophesying that the great awakening is coming. I believe we're here. We're, here. we're in Amen. it. We're at the beginning. Yes. yes. And Amen. that waves of his holy waves of Holy Spirit and the glory and the fire are just going to continue to increase. Uh, they're going to continue to awaken the church and not even just the church, even those outside the church. Yeah as well. And so 
it's very exciting to be alive. What a privilege to be alive at this yes. time, yes. the most historic yes. time of Christianity in the history of the world. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, one of the things that uh, prompted me to invite you to come to this event to be a speaker was when I heard you at uh, Tim Sheets Church uh, last fall, I guess it was October, talking about your experience when the Lord sent you to the Bible School of Wales, where Reese Howells was the president and founder of that ministry. And would you just tell us something about that incident? That was, it was so moving to me. Maybe you should mention something a little about Reese Howells for those listening may have not heard Mm -hmm. of him before. Yes, please do. All right. So Reese Howells, to, and, I, and Sharon, I think, and Philip, you guys would agree, to all of us, he is probably the most uh, surrendered, anointed uh, intercessor that we have seen mm-hmm. uh, in the 19, in the 20th century. And that, and, and many years, to be honest, in the body of Christ. And he shaped history of the nation's of the world. There's an, a, an awesome book out there, Reese Howell's Intercessor, written by Norman Grubb. And I read when the whole when Holy Spirit tells me to pick that book up and mm-hmm. read it, I read it. And yes. a, long, a long story. And then I know, oh, he's about to awaken something else in me because there's so much in it. Like mm-hmm. it's impossible to get everything in one reading. And every yeah. time I go back, I get more and more. And me too. I was reading this the, same with you. Mm-hmm. And and so so many people say that. And I was reading the book in 94 when the Lord called me uh, to the nations Wow! and I had beautiful encounters. I won't go into all of those, but they were life altering. And what would happen? I was our oldest daughter. She was a toddler and we were in a church that was in a move of God. It was powerful. And so because I'm a mom and I'm involved in the prayer team, you know, I would read a chapter a day and I would have a dream the night before Wow! and I would wake up and I would read the chapter the next day. Hmm. And what I was reading it, my dream the night before was some form of what I was reading the next day. Wow! So it became a journey of really awakening my calling as an intercessor, Beautiful. as a prophetic intercessor, as a prophet, as a warrior, to the nations. Mm -hmm. And in 2017, the Lord began to speak to my husband and I, you need to go to the Bible College of Wells and you need to pray in the chapel and in the blue room where they shaped history. You know, Winston Churchill credits Reese Howells and his intercessors that he was training and that were a part of what he was doing at the Bible College of Wells for seeing the defeat of Hitler and the Nazi structure during World War II, and that Britain never was invaded. He credits Winston Churchill himself, Reese Howells, and his intercessory prayer team uh, for their prayers that held that back, right? Isn't mm-hmm. that powerful? It is. And I think that's the, and I know I'm preaching to the choir here with two of you, because <laughs> you do this as well, but this is the type of intercession we need now in this new era. It's not yeah. what we need, it's what we must be operating yeah, absolutely. in. Absolutely. So we went in 2018, my husband and I, for four days. The Bible, the Bible college, the students were not there. So we had the chapel for four days to ourselves. Had a deep, deep time where the Lord was really 
speaking to us individually as a couple about our ministry, the new era that we're in. And then the Lord also had me bring some of our leadership team from our prayer network back in March. And there were eight of us uh, that went and we, um, we were so excited to be in that chapel. And so we were, they said we could come at eight 30 in the morning and we were there at eight 25 waiting for the door to be unlocked. And, you know, it's, it's a thin place. And what do I mean by a thin place? They so paved the way in the spirit Mm -hmm. that when you worship and you begin to intercede, you begin to catch the wave and the flow of Holy Spirit that they maneuvered in. Beautiful. And the Lord took us in a real deep place of surrender. Sharon, if you, you know, you remember when you read his book, Mm -hmm. the Lord did the same with Reese. Holy Spirit said, when I come in, you must go out. I mean, that's a pretty serious thing, Mm -hmm. meaning I'm going to be in charge of your life. And Reese said, yes. And so we got in there in March on that first day as a leadership team. And we were there about six and a half, seven hours. And it was a deep place of surrender. It wasn't just, I'm going to read the Bible 15 minutes more a day. I'm going to say, Jesus, I love you more. Mm -hmm. It was... I mean, here I'm a minister traveling nations and the Lord said, we got to go deeper. We got to say yes to more Mm -hmm. and we've got to surrender that abiding place that Reese speaks about and teaches about in his book. Mm -hmm. And so for six and a half hours, we were just in this deep place of surrender and, and we were helping each other. Some of the team members would say, Lord, help me say yes to that. Help me, help me be willing to lay that down. And it wasn't sin issues. It was just God was wanting more of us. Mm -hmm. And that happened on that first day. And the second day we came in, we didn't know what was going to happen. And I'll make a long story short, because we will talk about this at the gathering as well. But when we were there worshiping that day, one of our intercessors, she saw a giant key and she knew it had something to do with the nations in Israel. She was seeing it in the spirit. And she said, I need to go over and with my hands, grab it and turn it to unlock something. And we said, sure, you know, and so she goes over and she does that. And guys, when she did that, it was like this open heaven. It just, it just opened up. Brian Hollowell was there and he is in his eighties and he was one of the intercessors with Reese's son, Samuel. And so he had been in these deep places with Duncan Campbell and Corey Ten Boom and wow. Reese Howes and Samuel Howes. As when she turned and did that and the heavens opened, this intercessory groan came out of Brian Oh, it was so glorious and so deep, very distinct sound. Wow. And when he did that, we just went with him and we began to intercede and we could hear. It's like in the spirit, we could hear the intercession of Reese and those students and Samuel and all of the students and Anthony Turner was on the keyboard, my dear friend, and he's a glory carrier. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. He's amazing. Right. And we're, he's one of our closest friends and he was there and he started singing prophetically. The walls are talking and boy, were they, I was like, Anthony, they're talking, they're talking. 
So when we began to cry out for the nations, we cried out for Britain, we cried out for China, we cried out for Israel, the U.S., Britain, and we began to cry out for revival. Do it again. And at one point, six of us got on the ground and we held hands and we were face down and the glory was so intense. It's like heaven and earth were one. It's like we were in the bowls of intercession. I don't... Mm. Words don't even do it justice. Mm. I get emotional still every time I say it. And, and, and when we were down in that place, holding hands prostrate on the floor, we said, Lord, we covenant with you mm. for the nations. Do it again, God, do it again. And we know that the Bible colleges in Wells, which is the land of revival and yeah. Reese had been an intercessor in the Welsh revival. Mm-hmm. So he carried that fire of that revival with him. And it's very evident that revival presence is still in the atmosphere of that Bible college. Wonderful. And when that happened, and I hope this is okay to say, Sharon, but heaven opened up and I saw a vision of Reese house in Mm -hmm. Jesus and my spiritual father, Peter Wagner, Mm -hmm. and they were all standing together. Beautiful. And there was this pleasure of the Lord. And I heard these words, good job. You came to Wells to receive the mantle for the nations. Now this wasn't just about us. And this is why we're sharing this. Mm -hmm. Now we have been in that chapel two days. It's square blue carpet, nothing fancy. There was nothing on the floor. We've been on our faces. We've been kneeling. We've been pacing. And, After that encounter that was so glorious and life-changing, we all kind of came to, and we really weren't saying anything yet because it's to each other what we were seeing, but we all knew we were all seeing something. And as we walked out, a student walked over to where we were holding hands on the carpet, and in the center was an object, and she picked it up, and it was a key. (laughs) And it's a double-sided key. Yeah. And on both sides, it has the word, a crown, and it has the word master. And it's a little key. It's not big. It's little. To make sure we weren't in the flesh, we went to everybody on that campus. Have you seen this key? Does it belong to you? Anyone that had been there that week that lived on the campus, us, anyone. No one had seen it. It didn't belong to anyone. And it hadn't been and there before. One of the, it had never been there before. And one of the students that worked was at the Bible college. He worked in maintenance and, and he said, do you know what a master key does? And we said, no. And he says, it goes into what's been locked up. It realigns and resets. So what was locked up that could not be opened can be opened again. And at that point, we're undone. And I hadn't told anyone. For, I mean, you know, what do you do with that? And you were speechless. And God, what are you, you saying? And we're friends with Dutch and CC Sheets. And Greg and I were having a meal with them. And I said, and the Holy Spirit kept nudging me, tell Dutch. Now, we're talking several months had passed. Hmm. And I said, Dutch, I've got to tell you something. And I told him. And he almost began to weep. He doesn't do that very often, you know? <laughs> and, and so he said, do you have the key? And I said, I do. It's in my purse. And I showed it to him. He goes, Becca, do you know what this is? I said, it's a key. It came from, it's a sign from heaven. And he said, Becca, it's what we've all been speaking and preaching the new era 
of the ecclesia that yes. he's called us to be, that we're functioning in revival, we're functioning in awakening, we're functioning in glory, and yes. that the ecclesia, because when Jesus says, I'll give you the keys to the kingdom upon this rock, I will build my church, the gates of Hades shall not prevail against this, I'll give you the keys to the kingdom. In Jewish culture, when keys were given over, you weren't house sitting and watering the plants. You were. It was literally an act as if they were saying, you have the full authority as if you are the master of the house yourself. Wow. Hmm. wow, wow and wow. so we're, yeah. we're in yeah. that era. That's what we are in now. And this is why we're so talking about Holy Spirit and, and stirring up a hunger. And, and what does glory mean? And what does it mean when we're a glory carrier? Yeah. And that yeah. he's anointed us to be that burning bush. And, and <laughs> yes. you know, so this is where we are. And I'm so excited to be able to share this and, and to impart this to those that are listening and those that will be at the gathering as well. Yeah. Hey man, I love so that. how how did you feel when that key came? What were you thinking? How did you feel? It's a really good question. We were speechless. We wept, to be honest, when that key because we had gone on to our rooms in the dorm. We didn't know the key had been found. Oh, they brought it to us. Yeah, we had walked out. A student found it, and they brought the key to us. And to be honest, all we could do was sit there and hold the key and weep. Mm -hmm. We were speechless. And we, we knew there had been a spiritual transaction, but this wasn't just for us. It's, it's for the body of Christ. And we know mm -hmm. that. And, and so when we tell it, we, we keep saying that over and over again and sharing what's so amazing every time. And I'm, I'm going to finish answering your question, but I want to say this. I share this testimony in a corporate gathering. There's such glory and mm. presence and holiness that comes into the room mm. and that just envelops the gathering. Uh, I went back to my room that night. I had a dorm room by myself and I called my husband, Greg. He picked up the phone and as soon as he did, I just started sobbing uncontrollably, oh my. couldn't speak, couldn't talk. And he just sat there and listened to me for a few minutes. And he said, that good, huh? <laughs> and I, <laughs> and oh. it, I still don't, I, I'm glad Dutch gave me words. I still don't. It's just, it's, it was such a supernatural moment. Probably it was the most supernatural moment I have been in, in intercession in my 33 years of functioning as an intercessor. Wow. And I know this is what he has for each of us. Mm -hmm. And he wants us to have these beautiful encounters, life transforming, so real, yeah. so real that no circumstance, no demonic scheme of the world can shake you from that encounter of what he has given us, because that is where we war from, is that presence. Mm -hmm. And that is where we see victory come. There's a sound in the glory. Yes. It's very yes. distinct. There's a presence an intercession that comes from the glory. It's very distinct. And the Lord wants 
all of us to have that and be functioning in it. And so I'm so very passionate. So how did I, how do I feel still humbled? (laughs) Um, Still. uh, Thank you, Lord. You know, thank you, Lord. So how did, how did it change you you moving forward from that point? Everything in my life has changed. Everything, everything and all of the intercessors that were in the room with us that day on my team, everything has changed everything for all of us, how we function in ministry, how we function in intercession. I I have literally Holy spirit has said this to me and I released this on social media uh, about time runs together for me two, two and a half months, uh, months ago, no more warfare without his glory. No Mm. more, Mm. no more striving, no more working it up no more. And I wrote this book, Glory Warfare in 2018. And I finished the last four chapters after that encounter in the Bible College of Wells. And I couldn't get the words to finish the last four, chapter eight to 12, which is kind of interesting. New beginnings, Mm -hmm. birthing, you know, transition, uh, government. And, and so I hadn't even thought about that till now, Hmm. but he, he told me you can't write the rest of that book until you go to the Bible college of Wells. And so everything that I finished in that message of glory warfare that he already had me writing came uh, from that encounter, meaning the anointing, the glory, the, the, and I share about this encounter in the book and talk about the ecclesia and the authority that we carry. But Sharon, everything has changed. I, there are times I will leave a service where I'm ministering and I will go back to my room and I will begin to weep and saying, Holy Spirit, this is so precious. Lord, let us steward what you are doing so well because we're in this awakening there's a fire that's burning in me of even when i'm now speaking about holy spirit and i tell people if we were in a service and jesus walked in to the room and he's walking from the back door up the aisle would any believer look at jesus and tell him to sit down and to wait because we had an agenda to follow Would any believer who knew it was Jesus do that with him? Hmm. And the answer is no. And so Holy Spirit is so uh, (laughs) birthing in me and capturing me that, you know, that when he walks into a room, everything changes. Mm -hmm. And it's not a trivial thing. Um, One of the things that he's really having us do, this group, is speak about this, but model this in intercession mm-hmm. and to really bring people into the encounter of what the Lord had us allowed us to enter into in wells. Because mm-hmm. when we do that, that same presence comes and people that want to say yes and enter in, it's there for them to step into. So I feel real conviction of the Lord with Holy Spirit that it's about it when he shows up in a room, Becca, your agenda's done. Mm-hmm. You listen to him and you flow, you do the dance in the spirit with him. 
Yes. And you dance with him in the glory and in the spirit. And what does that mean? We go where he wants to go. Yeah. And we let him be who he needs to be. And this is what's so beautiful. And I, I fully believe that this is the type of anointing and glory presence that he's anointing all believers with and the prayer army. Yes. Because we get worn out. I'm guilty of that. Right. And we do things and they're good things, things the Lord has told us, but we get ourselves worn out. And I'm to a place now I'm not worn without that presence. It's just so alive in us and we, it captured us and it, it's not difficult. It's not hard to receive this. It's not hard to have those encounters. And I know Sharon and Philip, you guys know this, you teach this. He's, he wants to meet with us. He yeah. wants this mm-hmm. depth of intimacy and partnership and presence in our lives. He's waiting. He's yeah. waiting for us to step in and say, yes, it's true. So it's a beautiful time. And, and the uh, in intercession, the Lord recently showed me this actually it was with the team. The eight of us gathered together. We said, Lord, we got to pull aside the eight of us. We got to hear. There's a lot of voices. There's a lot of chaos out there. There's a lot of whirling that's going on. And for two days in the basement here in our home on the on our ranch, we worshiped and we prayed. Uh, I had such an incredible encounter with Jesus, such a beautiful encounter. And I was in heaven with him. And I'm not I mean, when I say I had these visions or encounters, I don't say this lightly because I'm not one that's like, oh, I went to heaven every, you know, I'm there every day. And I'm not against that if people have that. But when these happen with me, they're very significant. They're like uh, watershed moments, awakening moments. Hmm. He was in a room. It was like a a library. There were were bookshelves with all of these books. Human words don't do it justice. You try, right? But it was beautiful. And what was so Hmm. interesting is several of us on the team were experiencing this vision at the same time without talking to each other. Wow. And he was standing at a table, Jesus was, and he was looking, there was a beautiful wood table and he was looking, there was a map of the nations of the world on this table, the top of the table. And I walked over and and I just stood next to him and he never looked at me. He didn't look up. He just kept looking Mm. at the map of the world and the nations. He said, Becca, do you see what I see? Do you see? And And I said, yes, Lord. And God's glory is hovering over nations Mm -hmm. and he, there's a hovering and we know Isaiah 60, arise, shine for your light has come and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. Darkness covers the earth and deep darkness, the peoples, but the glory of the Lord shall rise upon you and be seen on you. Yes. And nations and Kings will come to the brightness and dawning of your new day. And so it's like I'm looking at this map and I'm seeing the glory hovering over nations. And he says, do you see what I see? And I said, I see it. And so he says, we must war from this perspective. Mm. 
And when we do, our prophetic sight gets open. And I can't share everything that I saw, but our prophetic sight, just like what happened with Reese and his Mm -hmm. group, it gets opened in such a sharp way to see the hidden schemes Mm -hmm. of the enemy from the sight of heaven with Jesus, from his sight, from his presence that you know that you know that you're seeing it and you know that you know you're seeing it because he's giving it to you in order to see the schemes of the enemy defeated and victory released. Amen. When you war from that place, there's so much assurance. It's it's not like, I hope maybe we're going to hit the mark and we're going to see breakthrough. It's like, we're going to get our feet in those places and we're going to pray in those places and we're going to see victory realized. Yes. These are the strategies that are he's speaking to all of us, not just us. Sure. To the that is available for the prayer army in this season and for believers. So I hope I didn't go too deep. Oh no. I start talking. You can go deep. You can go deep, deep, deep deep with us. We like it. (laughs) I'm so glad. But isn't that awesome, guys? This is the era that we're in. And Peter Wagner, you know, he's our spiritual father, and he said he didn't prophesy. That's not true. He did at times. But I'll never forget in 2007, it was at a WLI graduation here in Colorado Springs, and my husband and I were going up to just be attend and be there because I'm core faculty and for WLI. And Peter and I were talking, and then all of a sudden, Peter just changed the, the conversation, and he locked eyes with me, and he said, he called me Darlin. He did a lot of people, but he said, oh, Darlin, what you are going to get to see in your lifetime and all the generations that are alive in your lifetime, what you are going to get to see. Mm-hmm. I said, what, Peter, what are you seeing? He goes, you'll know it when you get there, mm-hmm. that you will all be alive in the greatest awakening and move of Christianity and Holy Spirit in the history of the world. And we're there now. I know that I know that I know. And I know that's why I saw Peter in that prayer room, in that open heaven vision. Oh, thank God for the cloud of witnesses. (laughs) Hallelujah. Yes. Hallelujah. We, We are so looking forward to having you with us at this convention. Now, we understand that because your daughter is going to be giving birth to twins in the next day or two after yes. after that, after you speak, we, we understand that you have to come by, by Zoom, but it's going to be live and you're going to be with us and you can see our, our reactions to everything that you say. And, and if you can see us right now, we are excited. We know yes, that this yes. is going to be an amazing impartation. Yes. I, I feel like there's an explosion that's going to happen in the spirit. That you're going to bring Mm -hmm. an impartation of the glory that is going to uh, exponentially increase and increase and increase because that's where God's taking us. He's taking us into the Mm -hmm. global outpouring. That time when Joel 2.28 speaks of, I will pour out of my spirit upon all all flesh, flesh, everybody, everybody, everybody. And and, and it's the glory that's just going to light things up in his, his glory is going to be seen on his people. It's going to be glorious, absolutely <laughs> glorious. So we're, we're looking yeah. forward to having you with us at this convention. And we want to invite all the listeners, get there if you can. We're in Jasper, Arkansas, and all the information is on our website, globaloutpouring.org. And by the way, Becca, would you share with us your, your website? 
Absolutely. Our website is Christian Harvest, I-N-T-L, abbreviation for international, Christian Harvest, I-N-T-L, dot org, O-R-G. And so visit us there. And it has the events that we have that are coming up this year and our resources. And we also... Um, at the end of October, if it's okay for me to say, just we're actually going to have a, a gathering, you know, myself and Dutch, uh, even and Patricia King, Corey Russell, and we're calling it Awakening the Wells of Revival. The Wells team will be there as well on that Saturday night. It's the last weekend of October. <laughs> we're going to, the, uh, the Wells team, the eight of us are going to bring the conference into the encounter that this, we have uh, in Wales. You know, is this and, in uh, um, Colorado Springs? Oh, it will actually be in Kansas City, Missouri. Oh. We're going to actually have it in a hotel, in a, in a hotel meeting room. And so we prayed about it and felt like the Lord said that that was a key place to to, to have the gathering. And so we're actually going to do it. I can't remember the hotel, but if you go to our website, <laughs> it's there. So anyway, so we have that coming up. Sharon and Philip, you guys ought to come and join us. Well, it's so, not so far away from us. So we, far might, away. we might be able to do that. Yeah, it's a six-hour drive, five-hour drive. Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. Not okay, so far good. away. We'd love to have you guys. Well, That'd be terrific. Well, before we close, Becca, would you just pray for each and every one that's listening? Absolutely. Lord, I thank you for all who are listening. And Lord, even as I was sharing, Lord, those that were feeling even that presence and that Mm -hmm. fire and just that enveloping peace and glory, that Shekinah glory. Lord, I thank you, Lord, that you will increase this impartation, even through what we have shared today. And as they listen, Lord, I pray that every time that they listen to this podcast, that there will be an increase of your presence and your fire and your glory. And Lord, I thank you for those that are saying, oh, I want more of that. And Lord, awaken me to that. I pray in agreement with them right now that they will be awakened in your glory. Holy Spirit, come and visit them. Lord, visit them in their times of worship, in their times of prayer. Open their eyes that they may see you. Lord, right now, for all who are listening that might even be weary in life and weary and well-doing, Lord, right Right now, I just release an impartation that would go out over the airwaves, <laughs> Lord, that will touch them, that will flow over them from the top of their heads to the soles of their feet, that will burn off the weight of the world, the confusion of the world, the sounds of the world that brings confusion, and let them feel, hear, and see you. Yes. And so, Lord, yes. I thank you. For all of your sons and daughters. And right now, and Sharon, I'm just going to do this. I'm seeing this prophetically. Mm -hmm. But right now, even those right now that are listening to this, and you've been going through some mental confusion, some mental torment in your life. Right now, we cancel all assignments. I'm seeing it very clearly. There's several of you that are listening. It's almost, you've almost felt like there's a, a grip on your mind. Almost. You can feel it at times and you're in this place of confusion and torment. I break that assignment now in Jesus name. And I speak and release the peace, the Shalom peace, the healing touch of Holy Spirit and Jesus and his perfect love. And I speak 
to their minds and to that torment that it's gone. And I say, peace be still in their thoughts. And Lord, let them begin to be awakened and having the mind of Christ. We say, let sleep be restored to them. Let sleep be restored to them tonight, this day. Mm-hmm. And some of you right now, and they're just going to say this, and this is what happens. Um, but I just am sensing some of you are feeling heat on different parts of your body where you need healing. If you're feeling that heat, receive touch, uh, the touch of Holy Spirit right now, because he's touching you to remove all pain and to bring healing to your body now. In Jesus' name, specifically that right shoulder that was hurt in an accident. There was a fall and that shoulder was broken. It was shattered and it's been repaired, but there's not been freedom of movement restored. Right now, I speak to that shoulder. You are healed now and all trauma is gone now in Jesus' name. And we speak your healing touch, healing touch, Lord, Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Before we go, tell us about your podcast. Yes, I have a podcast too. Yay. (laughs) And so I'm going to have to have you guys on and interview you on my podcast. So I'll get that scheduled. Um, But it's also on the Charisma Podcast Network and it's titled Victorious Prophetic Warfare. And so we talk about prophecy. We talk about warfare, the authority that we carry. We talk about glory. (laughs) We talk about presence (laughs) and Holy Spirit and how to walk victoriously. And so check us out. Victorious Prophetic Warfare on the Charisma Podcast Network. Wonderful. So glad to have you with us. Thank you so much. We look forward to being together June 29th. Yay. Yes. Amen. (laughs) All right. God bless you. Thanks so much. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Your review helps the podcasting platform suggest this podcast to other listeners who are also looking for a great move of the Holy Spirit. Check out our website at globaloutpouring.org to find out more information, read our blogs, connect with us, and donate. You can also browse our web store for life-changing anointed books. Until next time, This is Sharon Buss. And I'm Philip Buss. God bless you with his overwhelming, loving presence. Mm -hmm.